0: You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Geek Card Check. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler.
1: And I'm Kate. And we're back from our midseason break. Happy New
2: Year, everybody. We are in 2021, and it feels good. It feels good, except for, you know, the week has been terrible, but that's fine. Other than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, which reality did you It feels good for just...
1: us. It for feels for good. the geek card check,
2: it... good. it's good. That's right. Because it feels good, good to be back. Yes. That's yes. right. We exactly. We are part of exactly. making
1: the world a little bit more right again. Oh,
2: man. That's I'm right. telling you. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk anything about the garbage that happened uh, this week. Uh, we are going to talk about good old fashioned escapist geek fun uh, yes. and the end of the world, but in other ways. So uh, let's. <laughs> very guys, the other thing that's back. There, Tyler. That's right. That's right. Uh, the other thing that's back is something that we all love and rave uh-huh. about and we have had many episodes on this like if Hi. if we weren't originally a Star Trek podcast i would say we would be an expanse podcast like mm. just oh that would be fantastic but uh, expanse season 5 guys started on the 16th of december and uh, with was it three opening episodes and then yep. it's been weekly since
1: then and that's an episode a week and as of the recording of this episode there are six out and I believe it ends uh, in early February with the tenth episode. I believe episode. so. So yeah. yes,
2: yeah, I believe I think it ends on the third, yeah, of February, um, with uh, the episode entitled "Nemesis Game." So that'll say if you're trying to catch up with the book, you know that's the that's the book that I would uh, I would be aiming towards. So
1: well, really, I would say. For this season, read this and Babylon's Ashes because we're pulling in book six of the series pretty early. Pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Season as well. So just read them both. They're basically two parts of the same
2: story. 100%.
1: Uh well,
2: let's let's kind of just give some overall impressions. We want to talk spoiler free, I believe, at first and then just give overall overall thoughts on on the expanse the show, what we're what we're loving about it or problems that we might have and then we'll we'll maybe do a deeper dive. I believe we're starting to we're going to just talk about the first four episodes not that we can't refer to the others, but uh, Mm -hmm. because it really sets up for the season, uh, it it really, like, the fourth episode ends with, holy cow, where is this season going to be going from here? Um, So, Mm -hmm. yeah, just uh, overall, Chris, where are you? uh, You haven't read the books. Kate and I have both read the books. So where are you, spoiler-free, on these first four episodes? What do you feel?
0: It's so funny. When you said that if we weren't a Star Trek podcast we probably would have been an expanse podcast but if you remember i had not even watched the expanse when we started this oh yeah podcast. it's true um i knew nothing about it i didn't really have any interest in it in all that true. to be honest with you i you thought it was just gonna skeptical be when we talked to you about oh it. yes oh yes yeah 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 yes. this yeah. Is totally how we improve and your i your
1: life as you know friends of yours right <laughs> that's right that's right
0: well, now I have to say, as my wife and I sit down to watch The Expanse, the thing I think we say the most as we are watching the show is, this is the best show I've ever seen. 100%. Um, it's and so good. <laughs> it is an incredibly great season. Um, mm-hmm. I. It is interesting because I feel as though... Um, a lot of the things that we had been moving forward with in other seasons like the ring gates mm-hmm. um are just basically paid lip service <laughs> which is interesting to me um and so uh you know we've got a completely different focus this season one that i was not expecting or saw coming other than just a couple of setups from uh you know the very tail end of last season Um, And so for me, I just uh, I'm enjoying the ride. Uh, The thing that is I'm most hopeful for and I I don't think this is a spoiler to say, um, you know, at the beginning of the season, the entire crew is just separate. Everybody's off on their own journeys. Nobody's together. Mm -hmm. And so my hope is that we that I see them together soon um, because uh, their journeys are interesting um but my goodness uh i can't wait to see the crew back together again and so for me i'm i'm digging this season i think them being separate is is actually very good because what is it um what is it distance makes the heart grow fonder absence, or grows the absence absence yeah, there we, that we go that is, yeah. yeah that 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 is kind of where i'm at right now i love all these characters um the anyway i i don't know how else to say it without going to too many spoilers but i like what these individuals they're all kind of being broken on their own levels yeah mm-hmm. um and um i'm excited to see them being put back together again when they can actually be a community so that's yeah. what i'm excited about
2: excellent excellent kate what about you what, what are your thoughts on the opening of this season season five
1: well um nemesis games is the book book five that this parallels with and it's the book that i have reread the most um Mm. whenever i was reading the books and i promise this all connects um uh, we had we spent so much time building up this crew but we spent a lot of time with other people building the world etc so it felt really rewarding to finally have an entire book about the crew of the rossi and Uh, Getting more into their backstories. And so one of the things I was eager with the show to see what they were going to do with that is, well, it's the two are roughly analogous. There are some differences. And so I was really curious how they would show us each character's journey and what it means and put it all together And, um, two of my favorite characters get screen time together where we've not really had screen time with just the two of them before. And it is absolutely delightful. Uh Um, can I
0: ask what those two characters are or is that spoilers? Um, maybe when we get into spoilers, we can talk about it. Okay.
1: Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Let's do that. So I think, um, for me, this season is really delivering on what I wanted to see, which is they have done the work to build interesting layered characters and so they all stand on their own on their own journeys really well even as we want them back together but they they did such a good job with the characterization that I don't really feel like we have you know a weak link of okay this is the boring crew member because they are not with everybody else like they've done such a good job with that and I think this season we're just we're reaping four previous seasons of payoffs in this one yes. as everything is coming to a head, as we find out the meaning of more things. And, um, I feel like if you've been waiting all this time to start the show, start it now. I mean, there's just so much, seriously, go stuff binge, happening.
2: binge the first four seasons, dive yeah. right into season and then to get yourself into season five. That's, that's actually what we're doing. Clarice, my wife has not, uh, seen it. We, we've the first, so we've been to almost the entire first season in a day, which uh, which was intense. <laughs> wow. uh, not the whole thing, but almost the whole thing. So we're we're working, and then and then kind of just some of the you know getting back into the rhythm after the holidays. Um, we've we've slowed down a little bit on that, but um, the first season too. So we've said this, I believe, before on the on the podcast, but I'll say it again. The first season is is harder to get into than the rest of them are. Um, like, I think Chris, I remember yeah. you saying that as well. Like, does it get better? Cause it's rough. Um, It's not rough, like badly made. I would say it's the same as the book to the book is just different. It's very it's different. Dense. It's, it's dense. There's a lot. There's a learning, learning curve. curve. Yep. It's
0: very dense. And I, and I still couldn't, I, there was a lot of just kind of, um, hand wavy kind of like uh it, it makes sense it, it makes sense don't yeah. worry it, it you should you don't, don't ask too many questions right. about it it makes sense and I, I couldn't get over several because I remember getting direct messages after that episode it's the first one of the only times doing this podcast that I have gotten unsolicited like direct messages in Twitter of people trying to explain to me <laughs> what, <laughs> I what, was, you what I was missed, <laughs> yeah, what I missed what I missed what I missed and, and I get it, and I, and I appreciate it. Actually, they were all very nice, and I had wonderful conversations with several different people. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, but it was interesting because, yeah, you're right. It is very dense and kind of hard to get through because um, they're trying to do, quote, unquote, hard sci-fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say this this season is the exact opposite oh, of hard yeah. sci-fi. This is This is like... Anyway, I, I, anyway, sorry. I know I'm interrupting you, but continue going. No, no, that's, that's
2: the same is exactly what I would, I would say is, is think like that getting through that first season and, and, um, and doing the work to, to, you know, have your eyes open and, and watch and to, and to get the world there and to enjoy it, um, Man, like like Kate said, it pays off on every single level because now they can just be on a shorthand. They don't have to explain how the ships work or why they go where they go or how you know what their what their limits are or, or things like that. Or how that grav boots
1: work? Yeah, you
2: know. they just have them. Yeah, exactly. Well, why do, why are they in zero g? But then they can walk sometimes. Well, it's, you know we, we, we see it. We already know. Or or you're fine with with not worrying about it. But um, but man, character wise, this season is exactly Kate. You nailed it exactly right on the head. Um. This show has always been an ensemble, um, but you know how like a lot of shows or movies, they will call them ensemble, but there really is a lead. Um, this one is such – this shows um, that it's such an ensemble that um, that, like you said, the, when they're all the way apart, it doesn't matter – Um, which one you're watching you're not feeling like okay let's get back to the a story now
0: it's it's crazy because all of them could have their own show and be in their own genres oh yeah like you've got like a a military espionage show you've got a um high stakes um like political intrigue show you've got just like a Plain old, just kind of like, uh, you know... It's Almost just like so, space family
2: drama a little bit, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just, you've, you've, you, literally you could take any one of these storyline, any one of these characters and actually build a successful show just off of them, which yes. is which is amazing.
1: Can we just have an entire show about Abbasarella's wardrobe? I oh mean, this Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. A hundred percent.
0: There's a sequence in this, in this, I'm not going to give anything away where she is sitting at a desk, putting on a necklace. Yes. yes. And there's, there's such in like, inten- like I, I was like, wow, this is incredible that you get an Emmy this, this, for your necklace. Y- yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, no it's question. nuts. It's nuts. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so
2: I, I honestly, my, my thoughts on the first four really just echo yours, particularly the rarely, and again, I knew what was coming. I, I read the book uh, yeah. and, um, and knowing that, you know, something is, ha- something happens at the end of season of episode four, which we'll get into in spoilers that you have to hit play. Like, like, luckily I had waited until uh, episode five had come out um yeah. you have to hit play like like seriously oh they're do. oh oh they're doing this right now it's happening and and because i i actually expected things to go a little bit longer before that that happened and so before uh, the
1: shockwave hit yeah totally yeah yeah there.
2: exactly and so i was yeah it, it is it is such a show discovery i i watched about half of it of season three and and you know we'll talk about star trek discovery uh in a couple weeks i think but um but I got halfway through season three and I was like, okay, well, I, I'm fine to wait until the rest of it comes out. That's fine. And I'll, and I'll binge mm-hmm. it. And it was nothing against the show. The show's not bad. In fact, it's a good season, I think. But It just doesn't it stand just,
1: up against The Expanse. No,
2: it, it, like I didn't feel, <laughs> holy cow, I have to hit the, the button again, you know, to, to hit play. So, um, yeah, that's, that is the, the highest, I think, of, of praise that we can give. And... Chris and I, you know, Chris and I, I think have both said this before. It's a, it's one of those shows where I don't have my phone out when I'm watching it because no, it's Lord
0: no, yeah. If you do, you don't know what's happening. You're gonna miss like it. literally, you will not know what yeah. is going on. It is it is still actually so well written. Yep. it isn't. It isn't. So I mean, sometimes I just have to think about okay, now what would that what was that person going to do and yeah. say to who and how do they know where they're dense. going? It's it's what, like a book. Well, and, well if it, on top if,
1: of that. I've now seen first four through twice. I finished about ah. an hour ago. And like I realized at one point that you can just get lost looking at the design and the background yes. of the setting. There's just so much there. Yes.
0: Detail. Yeah, the detail is yeah. is incredible yep. in the show.
1: Well, can we guys can we just start saying Please. hey
2: let's, let's do it. Well, let's yeah. do it. So let's big let's do it. Big fat Please spoiler warning! It. From this point on, we will be giving details. Uh, do we want to go episode by episode? How do you guys want to try and tackle it? we just got big big impressions, and here's let's here's just what popcorn I've been
0: it. Yeah, let's yeah. just popcorn it. Okay,
1: so one through four, we're not talking about five and six for the sake of those yeah. who haven't caught up yet.
2: Other than I will say, episode five has a moment with Amos <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> it is so funny to me that Amos just. Uh, he's he's been tormenting somebody the entire time, and then just wins because he's Amos and just kicks this guy's butt in the best way, and I love it so much. Um, I think it's in five. Is that in six? Tyler, mm. I don't know what
0: you, I don't know what you're referring to. We're not
1: to, talking so. about that. This I want, I, I <laughs> can't stop, guys. Okay, yeah. I wonderful, know wonderful. you love Amos. No. I do too. We love Amos. Okay, gosh. so oh. like jumping into these episodes, so we get storylines for all of the major characters but Mm. i would argue that uh amos and naomi have the biggest stories of solo stories while the others all feed in to what's going on with the main events true uh more or less
2: true Um, and they they carry by far the the emotional weight of of the show that's a good way of putting
1: it because we basically have amos returning to earth to baltimore where he grew up because the woman who was not his mother, who raised him and taught Mm -hmm. him to survive has died. And so we finally get to find out what made Amos Burton. And at the same time, we also get Naomi, who there were so many secrets about her past. We found out last season uh, when she told Holden that she has a son that no one knew anything about. And she is running away from some kind of history there. And in this season, she's uh tasked fred with finding out where her son is he finds her son and she goes to meet him only it's a trap and now she's back in the awful circumstances that she would escaped many years ago and wow this season ain't (sighs) naomi has so much courage to go back and face the consequences of her decision to escape a toxic relationship, but it meant leaving her kid behind. And wow, wow. this woman—she was just so compelling to watch. what Would you guys think? one
2: hundred percent. I like that. Amy, wow. I, I was gonna say Amos, but I meant Naomi. Uh, Naomi is. She's been my. She's been one of my favorite characters this entire time, and I think i, I had said, um, Dummy Tipper is uh, was was the person who I imagined when reading the book. And so, uh, Mm -hmm. for, for whatever reason, I don't know why, or some, at least somebody like her, her, she was, she was, I think the most perfect casting, I think of the, of the whole thing. Um, Naomi, uh, Naomi is, um, she goes from what you think, you think she's kind of just tough as nails, uh, engineer. And she is in the beginning. And she is Uh, exactly all the way to, um, you know, a uh, mother who has been f- forced by circumstance to abandon her son, or at least in his eyes, it's abandoned me. And she's, she says, I know I had to escape. And, and she's, so she's, she's owning up. Like, I think like you said to her decision mm-hmm. while also having to reap the, the consequences of like, no, no, I can't just come in and take you out of this. You're a, you're not a, you know, you're not a two year old anymore. Uh, you know, be, you're, you're a grown man who has fully been indoctrinated into your father's terrorist beliefs, um, and uh, and she's got to somehow find a way to get through to him. Man, a, a lesser actress I think would just not be able to handle it or or really give that emotional performance the way she does. It's it's killer. She is such a good she does such a good job with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I agree with you. I don't think I can say any more other than she does give some incredible performances um, you know, throughout the season so far, and mm-hmm. she, it, it, the 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 character itself, it, you know, is 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 absolutely incredible. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm enjoying her her story. I mean, honestly, like I, I know we can talk about I mean, all of them, but you know, for me, Avasarala is. Mm. So nuts in this show. The, I think the moment, yeah. the first words out of her mouth is probably a curse word. Oh, I yeah. think, yes. and it just continues the entire time. um You know, I I love her. See, so this is the interesting thing. Like you said that, but I I found the first couple episodes with Amos to be quite. I don't say boring, but just kind of like, okay, do I? Why do I care? Like, and I'm not entirely sure. I've been told like. I'm not entirely sure why I do care. Like I feel like where he's at currently is more interesting than where he was in the first four episodes um, of, of the show. Um, It's interesting to get his backstory and I'm fine with that. And he definitely, uh, but for me, like pushing the story forward, Holden um, with the protomolecule and, um, and, and Fred Mm -hmm. Johnson um, some, I I, want to make sure that I'm, Correct. Yes. Yes. Episode four, Fred gets. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gets killed. Right. And so this By, is a character that you've
1: the Belter faction working for yes. Marco and Naros.
0: Right. So like that was a shock to me because, you know, he's been on the show almost since episode. I mean, season one, I, I maybe season two, but he's been there for quite a while um kind of you know as a background character not as a main cast but still but that was a, a shock
1: stabilizing force among the belchers right. and he's also i mean he has an entire speech in this ep- uh in this season about um building like he is creating a future for, yeah but he's um, also
0: but he's also been very dangerous he's always been willing to take um you know uh dangerous steps in which he has done which is mm-hmm. keep uh the protomolecule on Tycho station yeah, he which
1: is power oh yeah. yes
0: which 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 now is gone so like that to me i mean obviously what we've been following the entire time with the expanse the the, the thread that has connected everything is the protomolecule right we know how dangerous that is um, and so it's just so interesting to me that we have dropped that so hardcore, uh, and it's still a great season. I'm still really enjoying it, but still that, like, you know, it's a threat. It's like a nuclear bomb that has been stolen. We don't know who has it or where it is or what's going on, but it's been stolen. Um, you know, Fred Johnson's been killed. Um, you know, everybody's to the wind. It's just, it's, it's crazy to me, but like to see, I think that, that, that storyline is in- incredible but my favorite by far my favorite character i think right now is drummer yes. oh, she's so cool. oh
1: drummer she gets her own developed thread here that's not yeah. just adjacent to the main plot and oh she's incredible please go on Chris.
0: yeah no no i was gonna say and and, and please because because i am this is just me as a kind of cursory watcher i haven't read the book so for me it's just i've seen the episode once that's all that's all i've done but for me what's fascinating about the drummer um storyline um is that it almost feels like she's created a different culture um and you get to see the we've always heard about how the the different factions of the the belters operate very differently and have different moral compass and different things that they value and all that but we get to actually spend some time with only belters Mm -hmm. um and i feel like this might be the first time that we've done that where we just we're we're, we're with them you know for a, a good amount of time and seeing them do what they do out in the you know out in the belt together um and i have been enjoying that immensely um I think it's past the four episodes that we're first talking about, but where she goes even from from there is even more fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I am loving the drummer um, storyline. I think that is by far my most fascinating. And I love her as a character. I find her to be incredibly strong. I loved her, um, I believe it was last season or maybe the season before with her and what was the other guy's name? The the Praise salt and Ashford. pepper hair. Yeah. Yes, Ashford. Uh, I yeah. love their relationship. Um, and now she's driven by a little bit of that, you know, not a little bit, a lot of that revenge. Um, and so that is such an interesting, Mm -hmm. interesting story to, to tackle. So I'm loving that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we also hook back up again with Clarissa Mao, AKA Peaches as, uh, Amos (laughs) nicknames her. Um, Yes. Which the nickname comes from food, actually. And I don't mean Peaches as food, but Peach Melba is an actual dessert. And Melba was the name she was going by when she was uh, undercover trying to kill Holden. And so that's like an author joke confirmed by James S. A. Corey whenever I tweeted that at him one time.
0: Anyway. Nice. Um,
1: <laughs> but that dynamic uh, is has always been one that I really liked from the books. And you get a lot more of that in book six. I did want to come back, though, to Drummer for a second. We're seeing a lot more stuff with her role here that is show material and not so much book yeah. material. She's, They've actually de-emphasized his... a major character from the books uh, to give Drummer this storyline, and I really, I'm totally on board with this departure. It works really well.
2: Yeah, it's, it's yeah, kind I, of one of those I, things where I would almost say like like Pike and and probably like uh, there's another character in. In Discovery Season Three, that I think they didn't realize the chemistry that was going to go on, and and maybe I could be wrong. It, it seems it seems very much like a oh oh we've stumbled on somebody who's real cool here, and they then they went and expanded it. But um,
0: <laughs> I got it. Ah, I get it.
1: <laughs> right out. Um, we also have uh Monica back, who was the journalist that yes. yeah um was yeah, originally Stewart. put on the Rossi to uh where they're getting money out of it and in return the belt gets to find out about the famous james holden and his crew except in this case she's put in a great deal of peril and she keeps on winding up in the most dangerous situations including with a giant spider robot thing
0: yep yes she almost feels like she's always in the wrong place at the wrong time and i mean this this woman this character is um she goes through a lot i yes. mean she is kidnapped she is nearly uh, evacuated into space she is blown up she is you know it all happens shot. to her and this she, is it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah. it's crazy
1: yeah and because they're using her in different ways than in the books they keep waiting, going okay this time she's dead nope this time. no no she's wow monica yeah. girl yeah, um, yeah. And I did want to call. I forgot to write down the, the character's name, but uh, the woman who is uh, um, in the first episode and then continues on, who's responsible for the uh, uh, refitting of the Rossi after all the stresses of what it went through in season four, she is from Star Trek Discovery. Yes.
2: Yeah, I was wondering if we we had noticed that. It took me a minute because I recognized her voice actually before anything else. She was the the person that Tilly saw in her Tilly. head. Tilly,
0: that's yeah. yes. what it was. Ah, yep. yes. oh, thanks. That was a splinter in my brain. I knew I had seen her before, and I just assumed it was on uh, Expanse. But yeah, you're right. That's that's right. And, oh my gosh!
2: Did you get her name? Because I actually hadn't looked it up. The um, actress's I, name. I
1: forgot to write it down. Like I had I had noted that I needed to do that, and then I forgot to go back yeah. and catch it. So yeah, but she. Plays quite the role of you think she's all there for the Rosie crew. And well, turns out there's other stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah, that is. So.
0: Yeah, that is interesting that. Yeah, she was she was there. And then you realize why she yeah. was actually there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to yeah. kill James Holden. Not James. Well, not James Holden. I'm sorry. To kill uh, uh, uh Fred Johnson. Fred Johnson. Thank you. And anybody who gets
2: in her way. Yeah.
1: Speaking Uh-oh. of killing James Holden, and we've already functionally had that episode where that was, you know, Peaches True. trying to kill him. Um, but in some ways, I felt like James Holden has been thus far in this season decentered in the way that a lot centered around him the first four seasons yes. here. He still matters. He's still in the action, but it's not as much about him, which I think works really well in part also because like you said, he's on an enforced furlough. And he needs that after everything that happened and the PTSD we talked about in previous seasons for what he's going through to just see him get some rest. But also I feel like you can see it doing some good because he actually respected what Naomi said when Naomi's like, I've got this thing to do and I can't do it with you because you're James Holden. And you could see it hurt for him, but he didn't push his way in like they have that mutual uh, respect and support right. built into their relationship now that is definitely an evolution because I don't think season uh, earlier season, James Holden would have accepted that. So or he might've
2: followed her. He might've let her go but then but then followed her there or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yep. yeah. Well, but I mean, I, he does get distracted pretty quickly, Yeah. but there's a, there's a moment when he, when, when, you know, the, the camera comes back to James Holden and it was the first, the moment I realized i had already stated this, that everybody was now in their own separate place. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, it's he did seem very sad. Yeah. He just suddenly realized my the my crew. You yeah, know what I mean? Yes. I have no one to rely on, no one to course, really to take care of. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. No, there's nothing there's nothing there. That was very, very fascinating. And um But I don't know. I mean, you say that, but I just I I feel like his his story is is it not the central story though of, of the show like it is I mean I guess we got, got
1: everything rolling but he's not the focus of this season so sure. far, at least that's why I said decentered. centered
0: well, yeah exactly there there there's so many there are so many um, wheels that are turning but and whenever I Miller have a feeling his
1: head he had to be the big focus.
0: Right. Well, that, and that's what's interesting to me is I always thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, I always thought it was the presence of the protomolecule that brought, you know, um, brought his his visions uh mm-hmm. to life yes but and because i thought for sure that was what was going to happen he was going to be sitting there and all of a sudden miller was yeah. going to show up again but i mean he has uh, a whole
1: conversation with fred where his brain is still changed now because he sees things when he goes through the ring gate that fred and others do not so that's right like his brain is clearly still different
0: yeah right so i i'm, I'm interested to see if he, if we will see Miller again this yeah. this season, I want to very... follow up we on did... a comment
1: you guys made earlier about protomolecule and all of that. Yeah, I think it is still permeates this season, but I think it's very implicit this season, aside from the whole theft of the sample, because yeah, what right. we're seeing this season is the ramifications of the gates and the other worlds being opened. So you have whenever Alex is on Mars and he's seeing all the places that are open for uh Mm -hmm. lease and are shut down and people are leaving behind there there is no fight between earth and mars anymore because all that's moved on we have drummer in what her ship is doing is a pirate ship albeit one that's not that's trying to avoid a loss of life but you know preying on colonists like there's all this stuff that is taking all the power away from earth and mars which is sets up everything that's going on with Marco and Naros to do things with about all because of those gates now existing because of the proto molecules. So there's a lot of implicit stuff going on there.
0: Yeah. yeah it's all, it's all behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but it does seem so strange to have such a tonal shift from look at this incredible, opportunity we have to go through these gates but this season we're not going to really talk about those yeah we're gonna, right. we're gonna we're gonna head back it feels like this season could have happened without the gates though do you know what i mean sure. without even the protomolecule it could be any kind of tactical massive weapon that could have been stolen from fred johnson's uh, bunker sure. so true. that that's why it's so weird to me is is that it feels like this this season's not pushing anything forward as far as the um uh, what do you call it like the actual like major story of what the expanse is about this is much more kind of a reeling it back in and giving you more what you would have expected from season two of the expanse well in some
1: ways it's more intimate storytelling because we have all the characters but honestly it's i mean do we want to talk about what happens at the end of episode four so we can yeah let's do it i was itching for that one Yeah. yeah okay so um you saw at the end of of season four where there's this rock floating in space episode four episode four no 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 at the end of season four we see the asteroid before Ah. and there's no explanation yes then the beginning of season five episode one we have rock number nine is the first thing that we see on screen which tells us there's at least eight other rocks out there and if you watch the opening credits closely, you can actually see what is going to be happening with those rocks because it shows an impact on earth. And that is what happens at the end of episode four. We have an impact on earth. There's a man sitting on the beach. He's got these like Google glass type glasses on. He's watching the fish that are jumping in the water and then this massive light. And then you know, tidal wave and he is gone and we have had a rock strike on earth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so they were able to do that because they stole tech, stealth tech, right. From Um, um, the
1: Martians. So that's the stuff that Bobby's been investigating all season about where all this Belter tech is going uh, on the, being sold on the black market. It's going to Marco and Naros to further his plans. And now this is the first wave of his plans coming to fruition in a very public way,
0: and
2: we also yeah. get the the speech, right? Marco's yes, uh, at the his end speech.
1: Of, yes, at the end of the episode. Yeah, we do. Which,
2: which is is really, you know, again one of those things that we're talking. If we're talking world building wise, in particular, although we have Belter characters, particularly Naomi that we've that we know, um, let alone Drummer and, and and others. But um, you know, this is this is one of those things that you. I, I, when I was just rewatching even season one, you see Belter protests and you see Belter oppression, or you see Abisara very early on torturing a, a Belter prisoner that they have, or at least being being in charge of the the torture. Um, you you see this coming in a lot of ways. You know you see this oppressed kind of lower class so, um, uh, being being driven toward uh rebellion in some fashion so you see again not that it's justified but you see the seeds planted even from you know the very first episodes i think which i which i really think is is effective storytelling and and stuff that there's always there's always a lower class in in storytelling right that's that's you know there's always an kind of classic stuff there's always an oppressed yeah and so uh or should i should have said an oppressed class yeah um and now it's, it's you know, coming home. L- look at the riches that we see on the other side of the gates is kind of the, the through line yeah. that we keep seeing. But what about for them? You know? So
1: here's the genius of the name of book five that this season is based on. Nemesis Games. Nemesis is not about adversaries per se. No. Nemesis in ancient Greek is the goddess who enacts retribution against those who succumb to hubris or yeah. arrogance before the gods. Yes. And hmm. this is what this is, the result yeah. of everything that's come before, which is not to give Marko and Narles any kind of moral high ground because no, he has no. none. Um, but this is the inevitability of too many years of being completely awful um, to a people that now, because of the shift of power uh, created by the ring Gates, means... They can actually the the, the more um, zealous, shall we say, of them can actually do these unthinkable things to right. shift the future. Right, and um, that's where uh-uh. Book Six, Babylon's Ashes, is also very much suggesting what's to come when you know the history of how Babylon is often referred to. So you knew there was going to be a great fall with this.
2: Um, I remember sitting and reading. I, I, I was sitting in my in my chair in my living room here, and just going, "Oh, oh man, are you? What are you?" They
1: well, are destroying
2: the Earth. It, this is happening right now.
1: There are so many movies and television shows and books and just video games that are all about saving and preserving Earth, and we just threw rocks at Earth. Right like that's a ballsy move storytelling wise to go this thing that's sacred we're gonna you know knock yeah. that
2: out and and there's no it's very clear uh, you know where we are right now you know the um I again I'm, I'm now I'm mixing it this up if this is an episode five so if it if it is I'm sorry but uh um is it an episode 5 where that where they they uh, I can't remember if it's Avicerala or Holden who is, who's like okay here they they must have stealth technology redirect the satellites to to detect That's this in four. thing episode 4 is it in 4 okay good um like it's too late like by the time they get there a rock has already hit the earth like it's you know it's is essentially
1: it's not necessarily too late though because we know there's at least 9 rocks right and right so there are more that had not appeared at that point Two. True. They don't and, know either. And right. they
0: and they do get a big one that was about to hit. You yes. know, true. And, and,
2: so, um, yeah. yeah true. But essentially, so, it's an it's a near extinction level event. You know that that is that is occurring well, or that they're in the midst extinction of. extinction
1: level. There's a difference between immediate extinction right. and what's going to happen to the planet long term, right. making right. Earth uninhabitable for humans potentially. Right. So I want to kind of draw some but, of this together if you guys please. don't mind for a minute. I, I did not write down who said uh in one of the early episodes who are you when you're on your own so i'm not i don't know who said it but it struck me enough to write it down because we have everybody isolated and separated now some feeling it more than others and then we have rocks striking earth and amos is on earth so Mm -hmm. um i'm now going to step into the hypothetical for a moment not saying this is what happens but you can imagine rocks striking earth, lots of bad stuff happens, governments destabilizing, you've got the sort of dystopic post-apocalyptic event thing going on. And so you're going to have some people who band together for good and some people mm-hmm. who band together to prey on others. And so there's there's very much potential for prey predator. I think we've discussed in previous seasons why Amos needs the crew of Therosi. Yes. That's what keeps him from being a monster. He, he knows that and he stays near people. So this is why, in my theory, seeing where he comes from with Lydia in Baltimore matters at the beginning of this season.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I understand you saying that, but I, I still think we knew that. Like we, we Because we've had the other seasons, the other four seasons, we know... When he's not with Naomi or not with James Holden, he we know he's like a dog off a leash. He, he's he's going to go nuts, yeah. and so there is a there, there's a moment. I mean, I know you're already we're already digging into this, but in the moment, there's a moment at the end of episode six, which we're not quote unquote talking about. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's fair. It's rather explicit that we know. You know what I mean? Like we understand that this is not um, a, a good a good thing for everybody to be apart from one another. We need to get back together. What
1: I'm saying is we have a bigger question going on here of who and what is a monster. Because we have what Anaros is doing. We have the things that Amos may or may not be doing to survive. We have what Peaches may or may not be doing. We have a lot of people. We have what Drummer is doing, where she doesn't kill people, but she does, you know, what, (laughs) what makes you a monster and I think that's an interesting question that's explored this season it's not just about Amos but I think he's our entry into that question of the turn what happens when you are fighting for survival and what do you do and uh, is this hope or despair
0: yeah no I'm, I'm with you that's an interesting question and I do yes I'm, I'm excited to see yeah what kind of what kind of point Mm-hmm. Uh, this season of the expanse is going to say um, yeah. because because it is it is I know we said we're, 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 we're going into like um, we're not going to talk about current events but there are uh, a lot of all is watching this mm-hmm. current events were happening Oh yeah same and I there's so many I mean obviously that's what good sci-fi does right it draws parallels to what's happening in the real world but as I'm watching this, it's just kind of, you know, them talking about how, like, it's important that, you know, people know, you know we believe in this thing. And if no one else is going to rise up and, and, and and you know, and understand that, you know, our voice needs to be heard, then we need to do something to make them mm-hmm. uh, hear us. And so it's just those like, whoa, OK, yep, what, t- you t- know, two to home. What, yeah. what are we what are we going to say here, fellas? Like, I know you finished this episode way before, but, you know, there are. Real world implications. So I'm, I'm interested to see where they come down on this. Well, uh, it'll be an and they've been plumbing interesting...
1: in history because we have, what was it, the second episode? Yeah. I can't remember when. Whenever Alex talks to the guy he used to serve with who is in Upper Brass Martian who's giving a lecture at the War College. And he's right. talking about Xerxes and this and that. And then he calls... Alex Alexander, which I think was on purpose for the right. show writers because Alexander, of course, is, you know, another great military leader from history. And they keep drawing on history to talk about the present. And I think that translates, yeah, oh, yeah. shockingly well at times. So yeah, I, I think, think so. thematically, this is part of, uh, it's it's the crew of the Rosies season, but it's also... This is what's going on in their universe and in a way, by them being dispersed like that's one of the weaknesses that your the believability is can one ship and one crew be in all the important places throughout what's going right. on? And the yeah, part of yeah, molecule yeah. made that sort of possible because that was at least somewhat contained for a while, at least charted behind secrecy, if nothing else. And so by spreading them out in this, you actually have, the different perspectives that lets us do the grander storytelling while also being that much more intimate because it's individual characters that we're following. And I think that's just part of the brilliance of the story.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. It, It, that, that is, that does break into a lot of like how in the world can the same, you know, guy, you know, you know, the, whatever the guy, the diehard guy be mm-hmm. in those situations F for five films or six films. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you, you're not there for every single moment of, you know, these important things. And that's what happens in Star Trek too. Like it's yep. the enterprise, you know, my goodness, no one would want to be on the enterprise. <laughs> all the awful things yeah, happen. If you go
1: on vacation, it'll be the worst vacation ever. Yeah. yeah always. Yeah,
0: so. exactly. So it's just not smart to be on the enterprise. And so, no, you're right. It, it is, it does make sense for them to all be separate. It just, I, I think the point, hopefully it feels like what the point they're making from the very moment that they all separated is they need one another. Um, uh, So it will be interesting to see what happens when they finally do get back or if they do, maybe they don't even, maybe this is uh, three books uh, we're going to, or three seasons that we're, we're awaiting. So I think
1: the other thread and forgive me for taking over thematically because I just had some really interesting, rich thematic points that I thought we've reached. No, no, is family is the other key to this season that i saw because amos is going back to the only family he knew avasarala we see her daughter but her husband still from last season they're not speaking and they have not spoken at the point in time which the second rock has hit earth and you're like wait is he alive we don't know and we have Naomi facing her family from the past. We have Alex, his old family wants nothing to do with him because as far as they saw, he abandoned them years ago and what of it? Bobby is separated from her family. But then we also have chosen family in this. Drummer's family is a chosen family.
0: Yeah. And
1: the Rosie crew is a chosen family in the way they watch out for each other. And so I think... Even in the midst of disconnection, the show is serving up actually a lot of important, rich connections of people who have chosen to care about each other and have each other's backs, even when they're not together. And that actually comes together further um, in the episodes that we're not talking about this evening, where you see more of that, where you're just like, oh, oh my. Very,
0: very explicit. Yes, yes. absolutely. And so
1: that's, I think, one of the things that I really love. Uh, that thematically is just blooming in this season as well.
2: Well, we've, we've touched on a couple of things that, that I think we, it might be, I, that we haven't revisited, but we've just touched on them. What about Alex's storyline? We've hit Amos, we've hit Naomi, uh, we've hit Holden to a point. What about Alex and, and where he goes on his, his journey? He, he, of all of them, I think is the most, I guess you could call it a more of a secondary um, character, at least to me. But what do you guys feel about where Alex is going?
0: Uh, I'm trying to remember where uh, he ends up yeah, at, at the end of episode four. That's my thought too. I was
2: like, oh wait,
1: where was uh, he? At yeah. the end of yeah. episode four, he and Bobby uh, know uh, he's so he's been jumped um, mm-hmm. by the people who want to know what he was trying to learn, and they know right. they need to go after the Bar Keith he and Bobby do, but they haven't taken those steps yet to do that to find out. I, who, if this, uh, Admiral or whatever his rank is, is really doing some shady stuff.
0: Well, these are the only two that are together that are, that were ever a part True. of the crew. Right. Yeah. So they're, they're actually together. They're hanging out. I do. I do think they are two of the weaker quote unquote, but I do think this is they, they're, they, I don't know. I, I love Alex is just kind of an infectious, kind of like guy like you want to hang out with him him. yeah yeah and and so he's just so positive and like no one's gonna go ahead and do this let's let's go we're gonna do this together and Bobby's just like i don't like you go away (laughs) you're you're annoying as
1: he was being really naive in this and he's then catching up on the reality that she's been dealing with all along and he's having to cope with the grief of discovering that the the people he idolized and thought were so important are not who we thought they were
0: well way to jump ahead that's like, <laughs> like episode six come on now Oops. they have that they, they have they <laughs> oh, which, I, which
2: just, I haven't seen that i was like yeah okay <laughs> yeah.
0: no no so, no I, I i totally agree with you but alex is always that way though isn't he that like he he's always the more of the jovial yeah very enthusiastic kind of down for whatever um, but yes, he has made sacrifices, mm-hmm. um, big ones, including, like you said, his family, yeah, right? It comes He's at a
1: cost doing all this cowboying around the, solar exactly,
0: steam. exactly. Yeah. And, and so, but I mean, I do find what they're doing to be fascinating, but it is also, um, because they keep coming back to it. It's kind of convoluted and like, I'm, this is one of the storylines of like, wait, okay. So where did they get that information from? Cause there's a literal moment in, I don't know if it was episode two or three where they've got one of those like yarn walls, but it's like a holographic yeah. yarn wall yeah. where they're like connecting all of the bad people that are selling arms mm-hmm. to one another. I'm just like, who, what am I supposed to care about here? I have no idea. All that's no telling idea. you is that Bobby's
1: been investigating on officer right. Ellis funds for a while and we don't need to know the details. Yeah,
0: exactly. I know. I know. But and I that but we believe you, that she did. She's doing it well. Yeah. But but you do because the the, the next moment we, we come back to them, they're off on the next lead. It just feels very um, uh, almost detective novel-esque, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where they're just like, okay, and w- when we come back with uh, Alex and Bobby, they'll be on – something else going someplace else investigating someone else uh, interrogating this person that person it's an interesting thing but give Uh, them
1: credit for atmosphere with that terrible bar that alex found that was cowboy themed with the barstools that were like sitting on a saddle (laughs) (laughs) and bobby's like i ain't sitting on that I, the, the
0: neon the neon uh yes. cowboy, hats. The cowboy hats. Yes. Yeah. It, that it
2: made so that was so. It made me think back to the Future Part 2 yeah. where yeah. he just like the terrible 80s cafe or 50s cafe. Uh yeah, was it was so good. Or no, it was 80s, yeah. Anyway.
0: It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loved it. Welcome to the Cafe 80s. Yes. And in the 80s it's the it's a 50s. It's a, cafe. that's
2: what it was, it was, yeah. And just just one of those like oh guys, or you know, or even today with the uh what is it, in Vegas, the Excalibur, the Medieval Times or whatever. It's like, oh, guys, it's, you know, we're doing a restaurant theme in the past. That's not going to go away. It really isn't. It's going to be around in uh, in some space station. But the fact the that future. he
1: frequents those places and yes. is just, like, too cool for this crap.
2: Because well, it's, it's very much just his aesthetic too, right? Of just his, oh, well, I'm folksy Alex, you know? Uh, It's just, I I loved it. I thought it was great.
1: I just want them to hire Alan Tudyk to just walk through the bar at some point and, you know, have like a pilot (laughs) (laughs) call back at him. That would be the best.
0: It would (laughs) be good. He does, he is like an Alan Tudyk uh, type actor. I I totally, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Very, very similar sensibility. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, is there anything else we should talk? I mean, I know we're, we're approaching uh, an hour here, I but what else should we talk about uh, before we kind of wrap up? I don't want to, I don't want to take too much longer, but I'm honestly, think we should-
2: uh, that that's, those are the big things that I, that I wanted to hit. And, and really just to say, I can't, I can't wait for the rest of the season. I'm, I'm further saddened and I hope that they reverse this, you know, that that's next season. Season six will be our, our final season. Um, so,
0: So can I ask? Can I ask you guys? As so, this is maybe spoiler gate two. So um, maybe feel free to say I'm not going to answer that question. But where we are in the story, Mm -hmm. is it even possible for us to end on a happy place with another season? Like, is it, is it what they could do with where we're at? Is there, is it, is it possible? Or has the book, have the books even been finished yet? I don't even so, know that. No. Um,
2: I mean, they've been written, I guess, but they're not done. James S.A.
1: Corey, I, I saw this tweet um, earlier, late last week. because uh, somebody asked him again. The final book of the series is to come out late next year. And we don't know how much was pandemic delays and how much of it is them wanting to time and he didn't say this, this is now me speculating, but how much of it is them wanting to time the final book coming out with the final season of the show. Um, This is a question mark I have because book six, between book six and book seven in the book series, there is a very big division of events that makes them separated, though they're still connected in matter. And so it's a natural place if you do want to end without it being like you're in the middle of something um, to make that decision there. But then I've kind of wondered, because if the final book information, like they already know what the final book is, if they've shared that with the makers of the show, will they incorporate any events from that that make sense to fit at this point? And
0: so, yeah. so, 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 so just, just to be clear here. So we are in season five correct. of the show, correct? And these correspond with events that are in book five, five
1: but they've brought forward a bunch of things from book yeah, six, from six. Because, like, and, the meteors and falling and all that, we're doing that that's early on, and that's the end of book five. Of, yeah, so. exactly.
2: Babylon's Ashes, I mean, it's, think think meteors hitting, right? It's ashes, yeah, ash and things like that. Yeah, episode six is straight
1: up Babylon's Ashes yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I
0: wonder so, now if they're compressing, but... That was my question. Yes. So then how many books are there? Are, are there eight nine. books? There... Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so we're way off then. Okay. Right, but okay. Books, all right. Um,
1: seven, eight, and nine fit together there's yeah. that division in between and so that's why i'm wondering will they do away with the major storylines that go with that and then just give us the pieces i've been having this okay. conversation with peter because he's read all the books now as well too and some of the and i don't know what the answer to this, but some of the stuff with the protomolecule this season i'm like Does this mean there will be stuff happening then or is there other things that they're just seeding in place now that we just don't know what it means Mm -hmm. because we haven't read that book? So, yeah, a lot of questions there. But if they're going to end the show, this is at least a place that makes sense in terms of the books. Right. And, and you know, they well, could always so. reverse that and, and decide
2: to extend it or, or, or whatever, which, which who knows. Or maybe
1: give us a limited miniseries to finish yes. off the final thing or a movie, yeah. which would be less good because then you'd be far less information sure. that could be in there. That would yeah, really I, do I don't.
0: That. I'm not down for a movie. I think that is the worst. The, the Expanse needs to breathe. I you need to agree. give. Th- there's no there's no reason. I don't. If they announce a movie, I'll be very sad because that just means they're just gonna throw a bunch of money at a two-hour episode. I have no interest in that.
2: I even Um, wonder will they go the Game of Thrones route and where they're like longer episodes in the end. Which, of course, that's not a reassuring thing. But will it be? You know what? I actually want Tyler.
1: I would actually like them as DVD or Blu-ray or whatever extras to film scenes, specific scenes from our favorite scenes. From books seven through nine, that we'll never get to see otherwise, but just (laughs) film those scenes (laughs) for the diehards. Because, like, there's that famous Bobby and Amos scene in I think Mm. it's book seven. And filming that scene, like, everybody would buy that uh, Blu ray just to get to see that scene. Oh, man, for sure.
0: Ugh. except for people like me that have no reference to that at all yeah no. it's entirely
1: just... fan service it would just be yeah. bonus features
2: yeah, yeah.
0: it's great it sounds like something that need to happen like comic-con when yeah we can have comic-con yeah, they the
1: just
2: release it with that yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah so i guess wrapping up at this point we do have a very strong recommendation for yeah. this season hands down um yeah. and there's no reason not to get started at this point
0: it's one of the very best sci fi shows ever. My only hesitation genuinely is how will it end? Yeah. Um yeah. And, and, and so like I'm I'm I've got a bunch of friends who and family who has not yet um I've not like really pushed hard because I don't know how it's gonna end up. So yeah. I am genuinely gonna be waiting for another year and a half or two years or whatever it is. Wait until we actually get a full end and then recommend uh or not to people
1: one other piece of news that was not officially announced but again i saw it on james s c Corey's feed answering a question from somebody the studio alcon entertainment that makes the show um they did fire the guy who plays alex for some of the allegations online so we won't be seeing alex next season so they've got to figure out how that works into the plot as well yeah i oh i I had heard that. that wow yeah,
0: I had heard that, and I, I was, I was, I was curious. When you brought up Alan Tudyk, I was like,
2: you know, I mean, I could like just see. a recasting, yeah. <laughs> I don't. No know one would, would notice that. the
0: difference. <laughs> well, I mean, no, whatever. they would. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like it would, it, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I'm just, yeah. I, uh, when you said that, I would, they immediately went to wondering if if they had done that or not and so yeah yeah.
1: so i don't anticipate them killing him off this season because it was already filmed whenever everything happened there so just a heads up to the fans that way you're not going wait what just happened next season
0: yeah all right well should we wrap it up anything else from
1: no, that's, that's
2: that's it for me. A resounding recommend, I think, from, from each of us, though.
0: Definitely. Absolutely. No Good doubt. Question. All right, Kate. Okay. Take us home.
1: Well, just a reminder, everyone, that we are going to be reading uh, Dune for the podcast. And uh, our next episode of the podcast, we're actually going to do an introduction to the book. So if you haven't already picked up a copy, this is a great time to do it. In our introduction, we're hoping to ease you into the book uh, and, and into the world and give you an idea of what is coming. We are also having the fun of Tyler and I have read it before and Chris, is this is his first time. So he yep. will be your companion for those of you that are first time readers in that experience. Uh, and then Tyler and I will add a little bit of extra layers for those who are like, I've read this before. Why do I need to follow along? Well, we'll give you some extra tidbits and nerdy stuff because you know that's what you come to this podcast for right? (laughs) yeah um so anyway just a heads up that that is coming and to get prepared um in the meantime you can find us at geek card check on facebook instagram and twitter until next time you think if someone's the underdog they're the good guy